Welcome to the family with Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Ask me about D. Brox, Catherine Brandt. And E. Brad Bernard. Mike Brandt. D. Brox. We'll be right. That's the earwax deal. Oh, <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> Her dad's getting a little earwax treatment. Oh, yeah, it's fun for me. So, Michael, uh, did you hear that part where. About Don, yeah. Uh, Oh, Tom, you're here. Uh, After an hour and a half. I was like, oh, God. You should bring him to an ENT. I am. Yeah. It's just that it takes quite a while to get a doctor's appointment these days. And he's one. Don't just leave him someplace. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Bring him to the doctor's office, leave him there, and they'll see him eventually. That's been done. (laughs) It has. It has. It's just, uh, yeah. The other day I walk in and he's got his Alexa playing big band music. The television is on. It's full blast, and he's wondering, and he's like, I'm in the weeds. I'm like, what? He's like, I can't hear anything. Well, gee, I oh, is the why. TV on? I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. This is a nightmare bad. in well, here. He's 95 years old, so <laughs> that's that deal. we got to take a break, come right back. Joe will join us right after this with the family. You want to do your live spot? Sure. Michael sure. Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. I've, I've been amazed in the last week and a half seen I, I, I and I won't go into the cities but I, there was a city there was a truck a city truck that drove by me and a guy was on the cell phone so it was a guy but a city truck and then this morning I was driving on 94 and went by me a a, a local uh, a local um, uh, um, law enforcement individual and he was on his cell phone as he was driving by me you can't do that why are people on their cell phones i don't get it i i don't get it and it didn't really look like official duties in either part but who knows maybe it was maybe they're maybe they're tracking down you know a member of the cartel and it's required duties but come on get off your cell phones let's be safe that's my message today michael bryant bradshaw and bryant tommy do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. At... Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. I guess liberals do that. I guess. <laughs> Who knows? Point right after. What do you think of that? We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Bryant has joined us, and Joe is on the horn. Joe, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Marvelously well, just moving forward. How's the weight loss program going? Uh, I had to return the weight bench that I bought because it uh, won't hold me. Wait a minute, what won't hold you? No, I bought a weight uh, weight bench, and the ad was kind of misleading. It said that uh, it, it would hold 600 pounds. Well, that's the uh, total weights that it'll hold. The user weight's only 300 pounds, so my fat ass would break it if I sat on it. Oh. What? So I, went, you were, I thought different. he was lifting like 700 pounds. Yeah, he's doing yeah. in there, in there, banging it up. Well, last time I saw you, you weren't fat. Oh, I am now. Believe me. <laughs> oh, I am now. Believe me. And my, uh, my ass is as big as a Death Star. Death Star. Wow. <laughs> That'll happen. Is that because you stopped wheeling and started eating instead? 
Yeah, he's screaming. Uh, stop trilling and started going after other sugar uh, Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. that does happen. What did I just say? Well, that's exactly what you what? just said. I just said that that's what happens like 10 minutes ago. I don't know what you're talking great. about. You have to great, replace great, great. bad habits with good habits. Yes. I don't have any bad habits. You ever notice that? Mm, oh, I didn't, I'm getting I'm, stared at. I just go to Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Go hang out in Florida. So, uh, Croissant place. you going to... You, you say you're going to retire sometime? Well, in the next 10 years, we're talking. Bullshit. 10 years. Oh, boy. I'll get back to you on it. I'll let you know, Joe. <laughs> no, we're just, the only reason that came up is is the fact that I, you know, having turned 70 and that, uh, you know, Naomi Judd being only 76 years old and taking herself and all the rest of it. Your job, after a while, no matter what your job is, it does it does wear on you. There, I don't care if you're a big star singer like Naomi Judd. It takes a lot out of you to have a career like that. There's no doubt about it. You have, eventually, you have to step away. And that was the point but I was If you haven't after 50 years, you're not going to. That's what well, everyone's been saying, but I guess we'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll work it out one way or the other. Look, I, the, the, the big problem that I have is I love doing it. Whether it's voiceover or doing radio or doing, you know, all the whole business. I loved being in the record business. I was in the record business for seven years in the middle of all that. I absolutely loved it. And I could have never been in the record business had I not been in radio first. It was just one right. of those deals, you know. So we'll keep sure, an eye on it. My dad is. My dad retired shortly after I moved down here. My dad's been working since he was in his teens. Do you think he sat still? Nope. No, you can't. I mean, and, and, and you got built, a very good point. He built three sheds in their backyard, reseeded the grass, um, built my sister a shed in her backyard, reseeded her grass, and cuts both their lawns twice a week, and goes to work repairing um, small engines at a hard, local hardware store. And he's retired. Right, right. Oh no, Joe! I, I'll tell you what—you're flat out right. If I someday when I do retire, if that ever does happen, there's no way I could just sit around and do nothing. Oh, you start God. building sheds. No, you don't want me building sheds. Either. Building you anything. could learn. Oh, oh, if you start building a shed, it might keep you busy for a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. I can just start hear that. God damn it! Yeah. Tom just turned eighty and he's still building the shed. Put you to work on an ark. Yeah, so. start building an ark. Yeah, you don't want me building anything. That's not a good idea. But no, no I see. I agree with your dad one hundred percent. Someday, you know, when we all retire, when you retire, I retire, all the rest of it. I, there's no way I could just sit around and do nothing. Not a chance. God, I would get so I'd get so antsy. It'll be terrible. Well, I've been working since I was 11 years old. I mean, that's the thing about it. I, can, I became a janitor at 11 years old, um, working with Bilski's cousin. No, it's not. Oh, he's Polish. He wasn't really Bilski's cousin, but you know. But right. no, I, I literally now I've been working. Next year, I think wax well, not next year. It's this December. I will have been working now for 60 straight years, and that's a long time to be working. So that's the only reason. It, well, I mean, it comes up because, you know, the Naomi Judd thing happened and people, you know, this, that, and the other. That whole idea, when I see these people, I'm 45, I'm thinking of retiring. It's like, there is no way I could retire at 45 years old. I mean, some people, I suppose, but, but see, I love doing what I do. So that's the major problem that I have. It's like right. sitting BS, and yeah, it, it, Catherine's got a point. It'd be tough for me to walk mm-hmm. away from it. So we'll see what happens. But you know, there's a lot. So I call bullshit. You can't walk away from it. You love your fans too much. No, I do. That fans well, that, love you too much. You're absolutely. You were a hundred percent right about that, man. At Ted today, asked Pat, and Pat, Pat called me. He was so incredibly. I've never met the man, but he he just said, "Hey, keep talking while you talk. You take a lot of heat for it, I know, but." We all out here in the, in the state of Minnesota and western Wisconsin, we love it because nobody else will tell the truth like you do, which is quite an honor, I thought. You know, right. Ted, we love you, Ted. That's all I'm saying. All right, Palomino, have a wonderful day. And when are you, come, are you coming back to Minnesota anytime soon? I don't know. It depends on uh, if I can get my health and shape. Because then i got to find my way back to Invergrove Heights so I don't drive around in a circle like I did last time. <laughs> There's a man who says he never gets lost. <laughs> yeah, okay. Boy, look at the time. 
Joe, thank you, sir. It's very nice of you to come. Thanks for your encouragement. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good day. Bye-bye. We got Wendy on the phone now. It is rather nice after being in a business for 60 years to have people come, you're never retired, and you couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, he's probably right. Wendy, 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 what's happening? Yeah, I got a second Joe's opinion there. I can't. You're not like my dad, and my dad is never going to retire either. He's 74. And, uh, you know, he could have retired like a few years ago when we sold our trucking company. But he's, he's like, no, no. And now he runs his own small excavation company because he can't sit still. He's oh. got to be up doing something. And his doctor asked him, he says, well, you know, are you thinking about retiring pretty soon? And he's like, no, <laughs> no. He says, I get old really quick if I retired. And he says, I, you know, he just had a hip, a hip replacement and he healed, like, in record time. And the doctor's like, well, you're, you know, every day you're out there working and you're doing stuff. And some people, retirement is something that I think that people feel that they have to have to do. I mean, you know, I don't know, my job, I'm like, yeah, retirement, come on, let's go. But, um, no, I think people like you and my dad, you can't, you can't sit still. No, you can't you're just, right about that. You know you have to be active and you know i mean if you don't want to stay on the morning show for the whole time i mean just you know make the podcast your thing you'll still be sharing yeah, stories with people you'll still be talking to people yep. but you won't have to log on you know you won't have to get up that early anymore yeah i mean it's going to be a, well i got another five deal already in the mix so it's it's going to be a bit that's all i have to say <laughs> you know you know and, it, and it's like you know, I when I when my alarm goes off every morning, for the first half hour, I you know I listen to um, to Brian and Tony and Candace, and I really you know they are really doing from a from a listener perspective, they're really doing an excellent job. Oh, I mean, Glad you know some some someday when you when you choose to retire, I think that they will they will take over. It'll be very seamless for them to take over. That'd be good. I you would know, like that. If that's where it goes. Works for me. But I need you and Ted. That's all I need. You, Joe, and Ted. And that's the kind of people I need. Well, you know, I mean, I'll always be chatting with Alex. I mean. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's, you know, you guys have always been really nice to me. It's like I consider you friends. So, of course, I'm not going to drop a friend. I tried to be really mean to you, but it didn't work. (laughs) Well, see, I always follow what you tell people. If you're, if you're in, you know, if you're like mean to them, that means you like them, and I get that. That is true. That came up this know, morning on the my show. My dad kind of like, my dad likes to do that stuff too. It's like, ah, oh, you know, like tease you like that. So I know I'm never offended by it, and I can tell when you're getting mad for real versus <laughs> mad for fake. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I, I'm a pretty good judge of that type of thing, and you know, it's. And as long as you have Catherine around to, like, be your ringleader. To kind of reel me in. Ringleader of our crime syndicate. I I just say, face face facts. Every guy like that needs somebody with them that can rein them in when necessary. Oh, there's no doubt about it. That's a huge part of it. There's no question about that. I don't know why. Uh, You know, uh, thinking about that. Because when I was working at Capital is mm-hmm. when I met Catherine. I was in the record business. I don't know if I hadn't met Catherine and ended up, uh, the, the two of us ended up together. I may have never gotten back into radio if it weren't for Catherine. Yeah, Why is that? Have taken that job? Maybe not. Probably not. I probably would have stayed in New York. You got the job in New York, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was radio, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, he was doing yeah. voiceover. I was doing voiceover. In, right. Yeah. Right, but, but you got like, offered a job in New York to do radio, yeah. wasn't it? So yeah. you might have taken that. Well, I mean, that, that, the whole thing about that whole deal she's is... Good. But go ahead. We, we all know that she's the best for you. Oh, I don't think there's any no, doubt about I, There's no getting you. around that, but, you know. We'll get it it's done. Jury's still out if you're the best thing for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh! Okay. The jury's still out on that. <laughs> you had a question. You were talking about hockey and how they did the playoffs. You're just slightly off because you thought that uh, the way it sounded this morning you were thinking that the top teams played each other and then the bottom teams played each other well that's what they said nope. in the article the mm-hmm. top the top team well unless they changed it michael you can 
unless they change the, the top team plays the lowest team. Yeah, it's seeded And then, you know, they kind of, yeah, so you get the tops hooked to the bottoms, and then you come out, the two, like, two middle teams will play each other but they don't in re- the division. But they don't reseed after the first round, I don't think. any Like, there's been some leagues that reseed after the first round based upon who wins. Which I think it's yep. I think it's set, if I remember right. I wish I could find that. Well, so I, the thing I'm trying to remember, what I'm trying to remember, because you know, knock on wood, that we get through the first round. Yeah, we um, better. Although I'm it's the dreaded remember, blues. I, you know, it's. I think it's our time. You know what I mean? Now that we've gotten rid of locker room poison. Um, oh, I want to hear the guys more about that. that. They have, no, you don't. Trust me. Um, no, there there were some players that don't work. You know, don't work on the team anymore. That may or may not have, you know, exceeded their importance in their minds. Oh, really? And you know, really? we're just yeah, yeah, maybe. But they're not here anymore. And I'm just going to say that the people that they brought in, you know, the the new guys to replace them. Whenever you see any any like video or you know you see whatever they're always just they're really they're kind of you feel that they're a team you know what i mean there's no like superstar like i mean krill krill's Krill's amazing but but he's totally amazing but he when he's with the guys he's one of the team he's not like you know i'm a superstar you you know i'm the big one Every time I've seen him in something, he's always just, they're very team-focused, very, they've got this thing now where there's a corporation in Minnesota called Soda Stick. Uh, They make t-shirts, and some of the t-shirts have these funny things about different players on them. Well, a lot of the players bought t-shirts, and they wear each other's t-shirts. I didn't know that. But it's... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, And it's, it's just nice to see, it's just nice see them so team centric instead of everybody trying to be number one. I I think this hopefully knock on wood might work better this time. Yeah. The the brackets are two versus three, one versus the wild card. So they're set up but like two normal versus brackets. Three. Why isn't two versus seven? It's four. It's they they've got four in each in each of the four. Oh, so there's one four one, two three. One four two three and so you have four of those. Oh, that's not so, the way that was reported yeah. in the national news this morning. Well, it's probably not the easiest thing to explain on paper without well, saying here's the brackets. So, yeah. Well, and they've also got they've also got the the divisions and then the regions oh. and you know I looked at our point standing and we're we're actually God pretty good for the first time in a very very long time. Yeah. And yep. I used to have North Stars tickets, so you know I'm the long suffering. Mm-hmm. The North Stars, no we doubt to, about it. We used to run to the seats where you, they'd give away the free hamburgers. They'd give the free <laughs> White Castles. If the light was shining, you'd go run to those seats back when they were at the old Met Center. Oh, yeah. yeah that was a long time ago. Well, our tickets were ridiculously good. They were like um, three rows up from the ice, and we, we were on, uh, I can't remember what the section was, but we were able to watch the face-off. Um, we shot at the goal that we were looking at in so, third periods. Were you and so fun? Were you across from the bench or behind the bench? Uh, down, down a bit from the bench. Okay, because that because we we were like we were looking at the we were looking at the goal. Oh, okay, because you know, sometimes so the, you get too low it, and then it, you we can't see across. Half. You can't see down the boards on the left. You know when you're in in those. That was a problem. Yeah, so too low can be. Those yeah. they're okay, but but that's that's one of the one of the things I kind of like it about like 15 rows up because then you can see the whole ice that way. You know, and actually, like the club yeah. seats are awesome at the at the the um, XL for can seeing I tell the whole my ice. Fa- oh, I they tell- are. I want to tell you my favorite. I haven't hockey been story. in a long time though. Back in, the, back in the days when Louie Nanny was uh, the head of the Minnesota North Stars, what was it? He was a general manager or president. Yeah, he was GM, and then he was president and GM. Yeah, yeah. he's held, all, I think, he every, moved up every, to like VP or something. He's held every appointment that there was there. Pretty close. Yeah, yeah pretty close. Huh? So he invited Catherine and me to the game. 
one night to go sit up in the, the owner's suite and have dinner up in the owner's suite. And also the chairman of the board of Musicland and his lovely wife were there. There were about eight of us total, right? So the wife of the Musicland chairman, Louie Nanny, and I. So I sat to the right of a... So I sat first, then to the left of me was, was she was there, and then to the left of her was Louie. And as Louie's talking to her, he's very, very cordial and all the rest of it, but I can see his eyes are darting back and forth between her face and the hockey rink mm. to see what's going on on the yeah. ice, right? Because that's, but I, and you'll have to edit this, you know, for the, the playback, whatever, but honest to God. The North Stars have a breakaway, and I see Louis tighten up, right? So he seizes the breath, but he's trying to pretend he's still talking to her, right? The chairman of the board's wife, for Christ's sake. He's talking, talking, talking. All of a sudden, he get down there. I can't remember who the player was. Uh, I think it was Bellows. I keep thinking it was Bellows, but I'm not sure. But he lets one fly, and it hits the pipe and doesn't go in. Mm. It hits the pipe, right? So oh. he, here's Louis. Pretending not to be watching the game, and he's his face is literally about two feet away from her face. And he goes, "Yeah, so anyway, it's uh, really great to have you guys here. I hope you enjoy." Fuck! <laughs> God, it was the greatest thing. He just dropped the big f bomb. It was phenomenal. Oh my god! <laughs> that, place, that place was the best place. That was the best place oh, to watch hockey. Met Center I, was I had phenomenal. I had season tickets the last two two years they were there. I mean, obviously before child because, you know, before mortgage and before child. But for those seats, I remember that people were kind of crabby because they were going to raise ticket prices all the way up to $28 a seat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There were three rows up from you. We had wonderful seats. We're paying $25 a seat. Mm-hmm. Isn't that and amazing? It was, it was amazing. We were so we were so close that when Bobby <laughs> when Bobby Knight's teeth accidentally got knocked out, um, we saw them fly out of his mouth because it happened right in front of us. Oh, really? Oh, it did. So it happened you know, right I'm, in front of you. Yeah. But. Yeah. It, it, well, and it was he he felt really bad. Dave Gagne accidentally knocked his teeth out. Because Bobby was standing too close behind him, and Dave pulled back his stick to shoot, and, and boom. It's like, ah, look like it hurt. God, I. But I just, yeah. So is that Bobby fun. Clark? No, Bobby Smith. Oh, Bob Smith. Okay, Bobby Smith. Okay. Okay. AKA was the nicest person yep. in the NHL yeah. at that time. Yeah, he fought, the, he fought some Bruins, or tried to at least. Yeah, oh, here we go, Mr. Boston here, Mr. Bostonian. I, I used to look at a photo processing place back then, and I took a picture of Brandon Shanahan and Mark Tenorti fighting, hmm. and I thought it was really cool. And I, We'd go downstairs, you know, and I'd have them sign pictures. I have a nice autograph collection. Well, Tenorti's like, hey, I'll sign this, but hold on one second. So he goes, Shani, come over here. And he goes, sign this. So he signed the picture. Both of them signed a picture of them fighting. It's cool. hilarious. Nice. I think that's terrific. All right, young lady, we have to take a break here in a minute. Days. Behave. Yeah, i got to go get some lunch. Oh, okay. I always behave. Yeah, you do. See, I said that without laughing. <laughs> Bye-bye. Talk Bye, to Wendy. You. Bye-bye. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy calling in. Uh, Catherine and I actually, just she reminded me. About Met Center and all the great stuff. I mean, I saw the Rolling Stones there, and I saw so many great acts out at Met Center. It was unbelievable. I spent a lot of time. Bob Seger, of course, I used to bring him to that building when I was at Capitol. And, but the, the, the best one of all time is Catherine and I went and saw Pavarotti at the Met Center. It was unbelievably good. So I looked him up. Did you know he's been dead for 15 years already? That long. Yeah, huh? I don't doubt it. I thought wow. Parati died like three years ago. Yeah, I wouldn't have, th- I wouldn't <laughs> have thought it was God. that long. He's been dead for 15 years? They still do like the three tenors show and stuff. Yeah. And, huh. Is he the No More Rice Krispies guy? No, no More Rice Krispies. I don't know that one. Uh, What was it? Krispies. He died on uh, September 6, 2007. 
That's wow, that long. Holy I Lord. thought he died literally like three, four years ago. I really did. Well, what's scary is when somebody says 30 years ago, what do you automatically think? 30 years ago? Yeah, without spending a bunch of time. I know exactly thought? what you're talking about. I think the 70s yeah. is what I think in my head. I think, it, yeah. It's the oh, 90s. I know. It's the 90s, <laughs> yes. Oh, no, you're right. Oh, yeah, 30 years ago for me is, yeah, it's like the 80s. Yeah, but it's a, but in my nope. head it's the 70s, and it's like, nope. <laughs> I know. God, isn't that amazing? Your, yeah, your time frame really does kind of freeze who's, at some point, doesn't who's it? Who's the No More Rice Krispies guy? I am trying to find No that More Rice Krispies. No more ri- I remember. Yeah. Rice Krispies. Yeah. Well, I can just no. play it, I think. Yes. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking I about. I don't either. I don't. Let's see here. It's going to be interesting. Presented by Kellogg's Rice Krispies. That's an old <laughs> no, that is not Pavarotti. Yeah, that's not Pavarotti, but... Oh, he's got Pagliacci. Pagliacci. Pagliacci, yeah. That's hilarious. It's an old commercial yeah. that's famous for being so stupid. No Rice Krispies. No more Rice Krispies. God, I, he's we were, singing opera. We were talking the other day about your frame of reference with The Simpsons and how you like oh, yeah. things. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, we need to take a break. Got no one more, more segment. Krispies. No more Rice Krispies. Yes, indeed. Catherine, we were just talking about seeing Pavarotti at the Met Center. Remember that? Do you know how long he's been dead? The boy can sing. Ten years? Gosh, one close. Fifty? No, what? Seventeen years. Or fifty? Fifteen? Yeah, fifteen. Well, let's see. He died in two thousand seven. Really? Fifteen years. He's been dead for fifteen years already. I believe it. it. I thought it was like three, four years ago. Yeah. Literally. I find that if I think something's three or four years ago now, I just add ten, and I'm usually yeah. right. Well, that would have been pretty accurate. Yeah. That's how, like, with we're, Prince, we're he's talking. been dead for six years, and I'm yeah. like, I know. I, I would have said three. I know. No. You got COVID years you got to throw in there, too. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's, yeah, we lost but two years. I was years, talking, so. like, if somebody says 30 years ago, I think of the 70s is what I, in my head, yeah. but it's the 90s. Yeah. It's the 90s. Yeah, I know. Getting all sucks, man. Uh, yeah, there's a, meme, there's a meme out there where it's like uh, you're hearing a politician talk about the teenagers of today, and you're like, that's me. Oh, wait, I'm 30. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're always a teenager right. in your own oh, mind. Right. For it's one nice reason. thing about visiting Grandpa. I feel like a young, feel young, young person. Yeah. Oh, God. He thinks 87 <laughs> is like a young person. It's crazy. It is. To him, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all uh, perspective. It is all perspective. It sure is. <sighs> no question about it. We'll take a break. Be right back. The last segment coming up right now. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. If you were like me and constantly finding yourself in weight loss mode, I have great news. Continuum is here. It's new and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation. Find out more today. Simply go to their website, Continuum 
weightwellbeing.com or call or text them at 952-491-6527 and catch the Continuum team on my podcast on Thursdays, 11.15 a.m. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing Life Beyond Weight Loss Mode. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Who's this? Sounds like David Bowie. It's uh, Moon Age Daydream by Doug and his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who's, who did the song? Uh, I think that is David Bowie. Yeah. David, is yeah. David Bowie? Is it? Okay. I had no inkling Let's what the situation see here. was. Moon Age Daydream. Uh, yep. Well, no, it's by Ziggy Stardust, who's a different oh, person. Oh, for the love <laughs> of that's, that's David, that's I love how anything I say has to be Googled to see if it's true. Bowie. It, so. it is I'm an alligator. Fact, fact check me. Yeah. I'm an time. alligator? I'm an alligator. I'm a mama papa coming for you. Yeah. I'm a space what? invader. Don't you remember? I mean, yeah. it's David Bowie. He just song? says nonsense. Ziggy I got a little wild. Yeah, he got a little, he got a little druggy. A little bit. Yeah, went a little acid trip yeah. for a while Star there. Stardust. Yeah. <laughs> Too much stardust. <laughs> You're squawking oh, yeah. like a pink monkey bird. Yeah. What? That's, that's stardust speak is what it is. It is. <laughs> stardust like speak. I was never a fan of David Bowie. Really? At all? Really? Like modern love or none of those? Well, I knew those things like this. I'm not a fan. Oh, I didn't sing he like that. He cannot sing a note. Think you're thinking I love him. Too. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. <laughs> Very good Bowie. stuff. The love of my life. He and me. David Bowie alone. God, he's been dead for a while already, too. He's probably been dead for 17 years. He's probably years. dead for like 50 <laughs> years. <laughs> it's like you know? yeah. David, yeah, David Bowie. No, David Bowie. Now it's David Bowie. Now it's David Bowie. Now it's Ziggy to Stardust. I'm like, I don't know. It's like I'm just going to call him David Bowie for the rest of my life. Jim That's how he is. Jim Puff Bowie, Daddy and yeah, he went through a bunch. Of I know. Changes. Who's this? Oh, Puff, Puff Daddy. Daddy. Oh, Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy, and P then it was Diddy. P Diddy. Nobody had a symbol though. Sean Diddy Combs, and yeah. Nobody yeah. had a symbol. Symbol special. Yeah. He always had a, a butler following him with a drink on a tray. It's like who? Hey. Puff Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You don't remember that? Yeah, for no. a while he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, there was always this waiter with a with a drink on a tray. Like, are you pulling His my butler. leg? The only experience yeah. I have ever had with Puff Daddy, I think he was P Diddy at the time, was when my friend showed me the uh, cover, as it were, of uh, Every Breath You Take that he did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember I, I, I was like eight years old, and I was like, so he's just talking over a song. Yeah, pretty much. And you and like now... and you like this. <laughs> Yeah. Like even at that age, I thought it was so stupid. I was like, I was genuinely upset because it was so dumb. I but I also got upset by a lot of things as a kid. Now it's a whole genre. Well, that sure is. I was a huge R and B fan, though. That's why I have a very hard time with with rock singers who can't <laughs> sing, because every R and B singer can sing. Successful ones. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. some bad ones out there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are some hiding somewhere. But yeah, I mean Marvin like, Gaye. Nah, you can't sing. Sorry, bud. How the hell are you going to sing better than Marvin Gaye? Well, that's. And it isn't about yeah. singing anymore. No. Shot to death by his own father. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, that is amazing. It's just unbelievable. Well, Dad, really, you're going to open fire on me? Are you? Great, nice. perfect. Yeah, that's, I don't know, it's, you know, the Temptations, all that. That's what I grew up with, though, listening to that. That was stuff. good music. Still is good music. <clears throat> it still is indeed. Thank but, goodness uh, we can listen to it anytime we want. Indeed. There's no question about it. So what else is going on in the news? Everything good? Mm -hmm. Did you hear about that woman that shot a, an intruder in her house? No. In Texas? She just nailed him. She shot him. He broke into their house. Yeah. She was alone with her two daughters, and she just shot him. He went out the back door and bled out in the backyard. That's pretty. So she just opened fire. Just, you're not coming in Good. my house, Pally. Good. Okay, I'm glad you don't do They've that. Got, what is that doctrine where they can do that in Texas? The, the castle doctrine. Castle doctrine. Castle doctrine. Castle. Most states have one. In fact, very, very few states don't have a castle doctrine. And Minnesota's is one of the few that's weak-ish. Oh yeah, there's I can't certain expectations. Yeah, of course that. it's Minnesota. Although they they had that guy that was shot in the backyard that they didn't prosecute. Really? Yeah, uh, that was an it, well, that, that was interesting. They had a whole video of it. He went into the garage, and then the what he did that was the biggest problem was he kept 
coming towards him as they were shooting up in the air and the whole thing. And oh, so he was so. warned and he still didn't leave. Yeah. Well, well that's a, that's threatening you know, behavior. So yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm sorry. Breaking into someone's it. house is threatening behavior. Oh yeah. yeah you shouldn't be is. able to break into people's houses yeah. without getting shot, in my opinion. I mean, if somebody's got a gun, uh, it just you know, because you don't know what this person if they're desperate enough to break into your house. What else are they right. capable of doing? Right. I don't know their mental. <laughs> Problems. I uh, I don't know anything about them. They shouldn't be in my house. Yep. I don't have a. I, yeah. I don't feel I mean, sorry don't for gonna, it. They could pull a gun and kill you in less than two seconds. So you don't know what's going on. Absolutely. So I don't. Uh, yeah. I saw, but the internet, of course, is. How does she know mm-hmm. that he was going to hurt them? He might have just been hungry. This is about a guy who broke into their house. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you break in my house, I'm going to shoot you. Exactly. It's just going to yeah, happen. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. People have this, like, people have a very Hollywood idea of how guns work. Oh, I know. Like, they think that you have to, like, pull it and, you know, make strike a pose first and maybe fan the hammer a little bit because they're... Well, they watch cop shows. Exactly. They watch cop shows and westerns and that kind of thing. But in real life, someone could draw a gun and you'll be dead. You won't even know what happened. you won't even know what happened. By the time they're done reaching for their waistband, you're already dead. Well, you were in a house that somebody kicked in the front door. Yeah. Yeah, at a friend's house. He's like a little kid, a sleepover I think I was like in in, in Minneapolis by the University of Minnesota. Tiny child. And somebody <laughs> yep. kicked. They kicked in the front door, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They kicked it open. We had to uh, barricade it with scrap wood and nails. And luckily, um, Deb. Well, we'll give her last name because who knows? <clears throat> they'd be upset about this story being right. aired or not. Yelled, and the person went away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was like right there in front of the front. Could door. have been a lot different oh, if she had had a gun. Yeah, it'd be a lot different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just it's never a good idea true. to break into someone's house. I know, and this whole ding dong ditch that's going on in the suburbs, where there's like groups of older teenagers circling houses well, and if you're banging on windows. A house, that's not ding dong ditch. That's threatening. I know they're acting really Sorry. obnoxious. What, what are they doing? Ding dong ditch. All it's although it's elevated. There's like a pack of teenagers that show up what and a, they. What's a pack? Like twenty people? Mm, at like least five. five, six. Five, six. Yeah, it's not just some little kid <laughs> running up from the sidewalk, you know, yeah. ringing the doorbell and the running, running away, away. and it's lighting a, a bag of poop on fire. Oh yeah, yeah so, exactly. It, yeah. Now uh, they're going to the back door. It's teenagers yeah. and they're banging on door. Windows and looking in windows, and then they go and boy, that's yeah, very and then dangerous. they run away. Yeah, that's it's not. one of them's already been shot. Well, one of them's been shot already. Yep. Yeah, in, there was this in thing the on suburbs. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that. that I'm just. I haven't heard that it happened. I'm not. I don't remember yeah. it's where kind of, it was. It's but. kind of been a thing on all the next door apps that that's been an escalating thing. And of course, you know, it's the boys will be boys no, in an argument no, versus no, no, versus no. my daughter is not this. This has been happening to us every single weekend, and now my kids aren't sleeping because mm-hmm. they're terrified of yeah. these kids banging on the door. Right. And they scream and scream in the front yard. What's the fun there is what I don't understand. Yeah, I don't well, it's 10 o'clock at fun? night, and these teenagers apparently aren't parented or have something to do. Nothing, yeah. You've got to get kids to involved in things, or they're going to do stupid things, and, you know, and eventually somebody's going to get pissed and... Shoot, shoot them, them. Yeah. Right, right through the door. You also really, you don't know what's going on with the people inside the house. You know, I mean, yeah, that's you don't the other know. thing about it. When you, when you do something like that, the people inside the house don't know who's doing it. Right. And, they and why? They may think it's, you know, somebody they did wrong to that's terrorizing could them. Be. Or it could be a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, you don't you know. a story that's like, yeah, it's that. none of that makes any sense. Yeah, it's, it's all these people that like defend them. There. You shouldn't be defending this behavior. No. Really, you shouldn't. No. It's not okay. It's not a boys will be boys situation. No. If someone started banging on my back door at 2 o'clock in the morning, my first assumption would be that they want to hurt me. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, you know, especially in the yeah the back of the house, exactly. Yeah, something Which, somebody on the front, you might think they're hurt, might need help, <clears throat> right? But how do the their back? parents not tell them? Well, I they don't know they're doing it. That they have but they parents. know somebody's doing it. Well, that's true. So you say to your kid, "Look, I don't know if you're involved with this or not. I hope you're not. But if you are involved, you need to stand. You're going to take a bullet right in the head one of these days. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? I mean, you can't do that. Ten o'clock at night." I know, really? I know, but it's amazing the the responses that you see. It's like, don't call the cops. That's what the last thing these young men need in their lives. Oh it's my like, God! Who's supposed to protect me? Yeah. 
My kids are scared. Well, yeah, I mean, what they need is parents, but they clearly don't have them. So, you know, we're kind of out of options here. Well, my brother Daryl got into his share of crap, and he had very strict parents, and he still got in. But he never got along shit. with your parents. That was the big difference. Oh, I know, That's but he's still, he still, you know, kids sneak out and do stupid things. But they need to understand that when you're affecting somebody else and, you know, it's feeling like you're terrorizing people, what that feels like to the people. Yeah. You know, you might think that this is fun, but you're actually traumatizing people. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. Well, Toots loved the fact that there were four boys living in her house from the ages of about, like, 23 to, you know, 13. Yeah. She loved that, that there were four men in the house. With yeah, well, her. I had the three brothers and my dad, and believe me, they would have been tearing out the backyard, <laughs> finding out who those people were real quick. Yeah, I really wish people would, would stop talking about things they have no knowledge of. Uh, I, I, it just does bother me. These people, you can tell, and nothing against them, but they probably went to you know, like an Ivy League school, and there's nothing wrong with that, or they're not from here or whatever, and they're going to make a judgment on what should go on in the inner city. You have no idea what that's like. Well, this, like, is, the suburbs. this is the suburbs. Yeah. This is the suburbs. This is the, the, the one I'm talking about right now. No, but I'm just saying, I think you ding-dong ditch in the inner city. You're yeah, yeah. Right. That's yeah. That's yeah. Not yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I think that's the a whole different. would be yeah. loose. It's a whole different world there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would not be good. Yeah, no. No, mm -mm. no. New. Well, I love telling a story about Ralph, my buddy. In, 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 Ralph. In, in North High School. There's an African-American kid named Ralph. I won't give his last name. He's about 6'4", probably about 240. Gigantic guy. And he was only like 16 years old at the time. And he comes over and he goes, hey, Tommy, you're really funny, man. But don't you ever make fun of me. Hmm. I'm like, you got it, Ralph. Not a, pro not a problem. Now, you don't want to do that in the inner city, man. I'm, I'm telling you. And I don't think you want to do it right now anyway. Yeah, I think it, right now it adds to the whole... Yeah, the extra oh. issues that are going on. And like our fine counsel said, you don't know what's going on in that house. No, you don't. That's, that's you know, the you other really thing. You really don't. You have no idea what's going on in there. Oh, yeah. So, you know? It's Why like when people get in road rage things. You don't know what's going on in the other car. You know? know. It's just all, yeah, just settle yeah. down. Take a breath. See, my, my friends, we never even thought of doing so. Well, again, we were in North Minneapolis, so you couldn't do it there. But we didn't go out to the suburbs and terrorize yeah, people. Yeah, I never did any of the no. TPing or any of that stuff. That was never my deal. So I just don't think it's a very prudent idea. Although we shot bottle rockets off the top of cars. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I guess, you know, somebody could have taken well, that. Well, it's also in the wrong a different direction. world now. We used to, you know, now you've got lots of apartment buildings mixed in with, you know, all kinds of neighborhoods. There's so many people now. You don't, we used to know everybody. Mm -hmm. yeah, you, you know, know, it's like if some kid did something, you usually find out about it within a couple of days. Some, if a bike was stolen, yeah. You'd find out who did it within a few days. Mm -hmm. It was it just was a different world. Now there's just so many people everywhere. You don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. Do you think these kids don't know that there are mentally ill people out there that could do them serious harm? Do they just not understand? Yeah, they don't. Uh, they're just about? they're just they're passing the time and they've decided that, you know, bothering people is is a fun thing because, you know, that's what we do as a society is we bother each other. Yeah, but like I said, I was using, you know, the guy's name was John. I'd known him from kindergarten. And he got, his family got evicted from a fourplex down in oh. Minneapolis. They evicted him. And his whole life, all he ever talked about was, someday I'm going to make enough money and I'm going to move back into that apartment. And it was a, if you looked at the building of the fourplex, it was the upper left fourplex, right? Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to move back in there because I love living there, and I'm very upset that we got kicked out, and I'm, I'm going to get back there. Mm -hmm. And he did. Many years later, he got back in there, and I think he was 18 years old, and he was working. And, you know, he got back in that apartment, got in an argument with one of his neighbors, and killed everyone in the building. Wow. So there you go. He had issues beyond the apartment. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he yeah. did. But yeah. that's what I'm talking about. These dumb bastards better understand that there are more people like John out there. Let me just let me just tell you, you don't want to do this. It's a bad idea. Well, you keep and you keep messing with the same people over and over. This this woman that was complaining about this said that they've been doing this relentlessly. How for how long? I don't remember. I didn't read the entire post, but so they do it every night. They've been doing it a lot. Oh God! I to don't the know. point where her kids can't sleep. 
I mean, it's yeah. bad. That's yeah. a bad thing. That's not a good idea. Well, it's terrorism. I mean, that's, it really that's, is. that's, that's what right. it is. Yeah. I mean, they're, they've gone beyond any kind of joke. It's become, you know, where they're terrorizing those people. And, yeah, that that's not a good idea. The other thing, I mean, they must think about this. So these kids are, what, 16 years old, something like that? Um, 15, it was 16? hard to tell. It was a, it was a security camera, but they didn't have a um, floodlight that came on with the oh, camera. Okay. So it was kind of hard to tell. But, oh, yeah, okay. they're definitely older teenage kids. Like 16, it was, 17. I would say, <clears throat> well, some kids that are 13 look like they're 20. So well, that's true. could yeah, be that's anywhere true. from 13 to maybe 16. The reason I'm wondering about this is, do, do they realize that, you know, maybe there's a guy in there, he's looking out the window, and he spotted you as one of the people harassing him, and he's just not responding, but he tracks you down, finds out where you live, and he goes and kidnaps you and does things to you you ain't going to like very much. Well, here's a good example well, of not. something similar. That's what I'm, it does happen. I know. Uh, January 2020, six teens were playing this ding-dong ditch like modified ding-dong ditch, I guess, as it were. So uh, the guy hopped in his vehicle, chased them down, and slammed their vehicle into a tree, killing three of them. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, uh, this was in California. California. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just not, it's foolhardy is what it is. <laughs> it's foolhardy. <laughs> never had any interest in that. My whole group of guys, we never had any interest in harassing people like that. No mm. way. No, I, I, I told you, I, I think I've said this before on the podcast, is I was with these group of young uh, cowboys and, and cowboys in, uh, down in, in Colorado, and this guy drove by and flipped them off, and they chased him down and closed the guy's uh, hand, the door in, on the guy's hand. Cowboy justice. Yeah. And, and it was like, it was crazy to watch this. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's like, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen, but that's one of the reasons why... You shouldn't flip somebody off, man. Oh, no, it's, it's not a it's good idea. It's not a good idea in a car. People do crazy things. And it's, it's true. Yeah. And it wasn't like you called somebody on a cell phone back then. You know, this not was then. long no, before then. Right. But it was just like, and I always, I still wonder about that guy because his hand was closed in a door. Ow. <sighs> We've been watching 1883. Oh, yeah. God, what a great it's, show. It's a really good show. And what, Did but, you like Yellowstone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I did. Not as much no, as I, I hated it, and then I kept on hearing Alex and Dan yeah, kept on really saying how great it is, and yeah. I'm like, really? Because I really did not like any of the like characters Kevin in the Gosner. first year. Then really? a, after the I woman, I don't know about his character, but I like him as an actor. After, I, like, I agree with that. After Beth, I think is her name is. What's the, oh, daughter? Yeah. the sister yeah. stop being just so incredibly stupidly crazy really, really and ragey, weird. and just it was such such a bad character. It was like, yes. oh yeah, the only woman there has to be. You know, super sexual and super nuts. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin well, Costner. The wife of, um, what's his name? Your buddy's, your buddy's wife. Um, Sly? It, no, no, what? no. Your buddy. The buddy, uh, you, the guy you like on the show. The guy who kills people randomly. Oh. Um, who became the head. Casey. Casey's wife. Oh, There's yeah, another Casey. woman that's active in there. And I know, but she was governor, kind of a weakling. The All woman, the, yeah, woman, I know, but you know? The, the women's roles were... I don't like the show, though. I watched <laughs> all four episodes, and at the end of it, I just don't like it after... Well, 1883 has nothing to do with that show. I mm-hmm. mean, it's supposed to be a prequel, but it has nothing to do with the show. Oh, really? No. Now, well, I'm guessing yeah, what I think yeah, it, what right. I think happened yeah. is they were doing the Oregon Trail or whatever, and they ended up by Yellowstone and settled. I think that's the only relationship. Oh, okay. I think yeah. it's his ancestors, how awful it was to get up there and how you had to fight and people were dying yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. That's pretty much what – but the writing is just beautiful. Is it good? It's just beautiful, or and it's beautifully shot. That's, that's on Paramount, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Which is – I'm watching the the – um, offer on that now. Oh my no, we just, God, yeah. is that Which show is, good? It's really, really good. Cool. Mm-hmm. TV really is so good. much better than theater movies now. It's unbelievable. Going back to Yellowstone for a sec, like I kind of <laughs> hope <laughs> Satan Mom would at least come through, you know, because because like uh, Cots are so hung up on the mom and losing his wife, and and you, and then they go back and show the scene of how mean she was to Beth when she got in the ride. It's like. Nobody's nice on this show. No. You know? So, no. Yeah. So, but, but the promise or the, the, the offer. The offer. Oh, that is God, a great is show. Good. I'm three into that one. It's and really good. Four will come out on Thursday. And That's I got really good. Dad watching the 
Thanos one. Oh, what the oh, hell is the name of it? Dope sick. Um, Do- no, no, dope, dope sick. No, it's dope, called um, Dope Stop or Dope Out. Oh, or, um, Dope Out. That's no, it. No, it's not dope. Uh, I don't, I don't remember dope. what it's called. There's no I dope. Watched dope it. sick is a different show. It's the what show is called Dope Stop. Thanos. Uh, Thanos. Thanos. With Amanda. Brian Safer. What's her have name? Have you watched the documentary? Is Thanos, Thanos the guy from Where they actually Marvel? have the interviews? No. no, no the woman Thanos. that started yeah, the, the business, the Thanos, and <laughs> it was I don't like think it's this. called Thanos. Is she, but that was the name of her. That's the name of her. It's not dope yeah. anything. What's it called? It is too. It's dope sick or dope. Theranos. Theranos. Yeah, I was like, it's not drop out. Where's the dope? Where's the dope? Drop. The dope out. Dope there around. Sick. There's something called Sick. Thank you, Trevor. Too. You're you're right. There's another there show. Is dope yeah. dope there is Dope Sick. There is a show is called Dope, dope Sick, sick oh, but that's that. a different but show. But the documentary where they actually interview the woman is it's it's interesting because you're like watching her and I I don't get how everybody was so impressed by her. I know. I, don't, I, I don't couldn't get agree it. more. Yeah, couldn't agree I, more. I she seems very out there when she gives her really? a little. Spiels. But yeah. they saw ways well, to make money. I don't think they're making her look like she's all that and, stable in the show. But yeah. she raised tons of money. And she had George Schultz just wrapped around her finger. And then George Schultz still doesn't even talk to his grandson. for for Because his grandson's the, the whistleblower in all this. Oh, and and yeah. Schultz still doesn't talk to him really? for that. And it's like... But well, it, it, was a, it was a brilliant concept. It's never worked. It's well, I know, it's but it was a brilliant know. concept. But the concept yeah. could be like you know, internal energy or suns I, all day or I whatever. The, it, it wasn't happening. You know? Never Money dying. For all. That's Golden why. That's gooses. why she's in jail because she fudged things and lied. She, she hasn't got. I don't think. She's I been thought she went yet. to jail. No, she, I, I, think I don't know. She, I think she just got convicted, and they're waiting for something oh, else. Oh, they're waiting for something. And I thought she hasn't been sentenced yet, but I'm not positive about that. Oh. But yeah, it's well back to the 1883. So there were these uh, um, rustlers, I guess, that took their cattle. They had mm-hmm. this herd of cattle that they were taking so they could feed themselves all the way up the trail. And some people were stealing their cattle, and they went and this, also this guy shows up, and they're shooting and killing all the guys that are rustling rustling the herd and. Um, what did the guy say that was so hilarious? He's like, the greatest thing about being out here is, the, is killing, is being being able to kill cattle rustlers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Very <laughs> killing. It was so... Very excited about like, killing people and things. Well, it was, I mean, that's what people, that's how they lived. They had to eat. Yeah, you know, did. you take yeah. their cattle, you take their food. It's, it was it was a rough... Well, 1883 have, was rough. You didn't have... Officers, or you didn't have. I mean, no. you had to do your own justice out there. Did you watch Ozarks? Ozarks? I did for a couple of years, yeah. and then for some reason, I kind of lost interest in it. It didn't seem to go anywhere. Once the kids on in the trailer park kind of got into the whole drug thing, and I don't know, just... yeah, the second half just came out on Friday, so now it's completely out. The whole series is done. Is it, does it get better? It's it because I really along, liked it. You know, it, it depends on when you stopped. There's a certain point when when something pretty major happens. Uh, the, one of the deaths that could have been a good ending point, and then they went on from there. And uh, some people really don't like the like Lammers hates the finish. Oh. I I am okay with the finish. See, bad people get away with good with stuff at the end, and it's like eh, everybody's bad, so yeah. somebody's gonna get out get out with it. That's you true. Know? That's gonna do it. That's the whole show. Tom's shut his computer. That's he did. He's done. serious. I'm out. No, yeah. it's time to get, all right. I'm see out. you tomorrow with the family. Bye.